This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on a Tuesday. Al and Jerry with you. And uh, we did the uh, day number two of the warm-up, the pregame, whatever the hell it is, the 540 to 6 o'clock segment uh, here on The Fan. Better than yesterday. It'll get better as we keep going. One thing I wanted to do, but I kind of ran out of time, although Eddie got ticked at me because I was 20 seconds early when literally just prior he said the idea is this long, but Jimmy Crack, end it when you want to end it. It's pretty much what he said, did he not? He's a big Jimmy Crack, who gives a crap, uh, Jimmy Crack porn kind of guy. So I figured rather than just waste 20 seconds, well, whatever. Anyway, how about this? The Royals, if I told you their records, right, from 2004, now I'm not talking about the last couple years when they got really good when the World Series last year were there two years ago. They were 58 and 104, 56 and 106, 62 and 100, 69, 93, 75, 87, 60. You get the point. Terrible. They were terrible, terrible before these uh, World Series years. Terrible. Do you know on Friday night they honored a fan who was at his 1,000th straight home game without missing one? How an old fella? I would say he looked like he was in his early 30s, I would say. That's it. Yes. And he so said, to do 1,000, he would have to have done it for... T- he he uh, like, started in 2004. Okay. And that's where that's where the 58 and 104 season comes in. And he talks about how... So I watched a little bit of a of an interview with him, and he was you know just discussing how the Royals... They're not his life, but he just loves the team so much. He loves the ballpark so much. He loves being outside, the outdoors, can't miss a game. 1,000 straight games... And of the first 700, crap. All of them crap. Isn't that something? Yeah, so does he go by himself or he brings different people? That I don't know. I yeah. didn't get that in depth with it. I just watched his comments about not never missing a game. And how about this? Along the way, suffered from a brain tumor. Never missed a game. Still was there. How's that possible? Well, maybe he had the brain tumor during the off season. I guess like he that's, really like maybe right. he timed it correctly. So I don't he, know that you time your brain tumors. Oh, out. those you don't schedule. I don't think. Okay, you schedule so then those. maybe uh, he was able to, that's or they were on like, a long road trip. Not like scheduling a colonoscopy. I I'll wasn't do it in sure. December because I have the Royals from April through September. Yeah, I do have the. I wonder, does he sit in the same seats all the time? He must. Well, have he's got to be a season tickets. ticket holder, and it also said this streak includes every playoff home game too. Nice. That is impressive. That's is very there impressive. Anything you like? You love music. Right. What's your favorite band? Sadly, I, love, I don't uh, know. I love Bruce Springsteen. I love the replacements. I would know. That's funny. I would have never in a million years said Bruce is your favorite band. One of my favorites. Favorite. I didn't. I knew you liked them. I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's say Bruce was. I'm not going to say a, a thousand straight shows. And let's not get stupid. Although it's pretty much the equivalent, and the money's probably mm, not quite uh, the same. But let's say I told you Bruce was playing. A lot of times he'll do ten straight shows at the yes. Meadowlands. If I told you he was going to do 
75 consecutive shows, broken up, not in a row, but 75 straight dates with a week off every now and again for a quote-unquote road trip. Shows will be slightly different. They're not going to be the same. Like, you'll get a different starting pitcher once in a while, but you're going to have a lot of the same players, Mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. lot of the same songs, some variation. Could you go through 70? No. No chance. That's incredible. Yeah, I don't. That's quite the stamina this man has for baseball. This would be the equivalent of Bruce going up there and screwing up because they sucked. Yeah, I couldn't even do that watching the games at home from the comfort of my own home. You know what? I totally get it. Like all the Mets games. Let's say I wanted to see all the Mets games. Yeah, crazy. Anyways, I just thought that was very interesting. I caught my eye over the weekend and I put myself a little note to remember and I forgot until today. So, uh, because the Mets and Yankees were both off last night, Jerry, I was trying to catch up on this OJ 30 for 30 documentary, which is ponderously long. It's just hours and hours and hours long. But it got me thinking uh, when when OJ murdered Nicole and um, Ron Goldman. Uh, his uh, two children that he has with Nicole, they were sleeping in the condo at the time. Right. And they were young kids. And I was wondering what they were doing these days. So I Googled them. And I guess because of the documentary, a number of places did uh, sort of profiles on them. They're both living in uh, outside of St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. And the boy is a uh, a real estate agent down there. Does well for himself. He's got his own little, I think with Caldwell Bankers, it nice. said. Uh, but he uses the the last name Simpson and uh, looks like a mixture between uh, OJ and Nicole. I just wonder what it's like for that. I wonder how often that kid, guy, he's 27 now, I think, how often that comes up now in and, and probably uh, went away for a little while. And then once this uh, this 30 for 30 has been in the making for quite some time, there was sure. a lot of talk about it, like it's coming, it's coming. A lot of promotion, so, too. A lot of promotion. Months. So yeah. I, I just wonder, can he go a day, you know, showing a house, listing a house, doing real estate in St. Pete without someone asking him? Because he does look like both of them and has kept the name. And what's what's bad about it, if you think, this is not like bringing up, hey, your parents got divorced. It's right. not like, you know, your dad suffered a horrendous injury that ruined his career and ruined his life, and he's never been the same since. Your dad brutally murdered your mother. Right. How does that even come up? Like, how do you even... I mean, I guess you could be, are you OJ's kid? I don't think... I mean, oh, people suck. So they maybe do people, suck, Jerry. Maybe people would actually bring Don't underestimate up. people sucking. Do you think sucking. people would literally ask him? Yes. So did your dad do it? I'm sure people have asked him. think so? Yeah. I tell you, man, that's that's tough. I feel bad. I don't know how those kids have actually kept their lives straight. Right, and but but prior to this, you really have not heard anything no, about them. You haven't, not not at all. They've kept out of the limelight, Jerry. You're just, I mean, you talk about certain things you just never forget, never will forget. Yeah, that whole summer, yes, was just. I mean, and it reminded me too. Today, I tweeted out. We found the photo online of. Uh, uh, there was a picture of Boomer with OJ that got into uh, that was in in the, the court, the the court case back then because right. it showed uh, uh, OJ interviewing Boomer on the field and OJ was wearing the Bruno Mali shoes that he claimed to not own, right? Which coincidentally the murderer used also, Jerry. Um, I wondered like why did OJ not wear those? Why did he wear dress shoes to go kill people? He didn't go, come from somewhere. He dressed. I don't think, he, he but he thought he was going to kill them. Yeah, he supposedly got into uh, an all black uh, or dark navy blue uh, 
Sweatshirt, sweatpants, knit cap. Well, let me ask you gloves. This. He you had think, gloves, Jerry. You think people that are planning on killing people are thinking rationally? No. Honestly. But I would think a more comfortable sneaker would like to get away quicker in a sneaker. I, I suppose. I've never killed anybody. Versus a Bruno I Molly. You haven't? No. Okay. I don't. By the way, that was 1994, right? Yes. So the picture with Boomer was what? 1990? Boomer thinks late 80s or early 90s. Yeah. And OJ, and I forget this, he was doing Monday Night Football on the sidelines? I don't know if he was doing Monday Night Football or he was doing, uh, at that point, I think NBC had football. I remember that. I think he was doing NBC sidelines. Why did I think he was doing Monday? He did Monday Night Football briefly. He did. did. Briefly. Okay. And then was hired for NBC for Sunday football. Yes. Okay. I didn't realize Yeah, interesting, interesting stuff, Jerry. Here's an article, Jerry, you had brought up once before, and I'm not sure why we didn't do it. I, I think I didn't want to do it for some reason. I don't know why. But New York City got rid of a lot of their uh, pay phones, since we all have cell phones, mm-hmm. and they replaced them with Wi-Fi kiosks that had a tablet in there right. so that you could, uh, I guess, tourists or people living in the city, you could stop at one of these kiosks if you had to Google something right. or... Map something. But as you could guess, uh, well, they said they were having a problem because homeless folks and school children were uh, searching pornography on it. Now, was it free or do you have to pay for it? was free. So unlike a pay phone, this is not pay internet. No, this was free Wi-Fi. Why would you do that? I guess they thought they were doing the city a a service. But why may I see of all the things that are free, that is one I don't understand. The free Wi-Fi. Right. I mean, everybody's got, not everybody, because clearly homeless people don't, but if most people, the majority of people, yeah. have phones that are internet capable, even just with a cell uh, signal, not right. even wireless, right? Why are we giving away wireless service? I don't understand that either. Uh, it makes no sense. Yet, But if I need to use a bathroom in Times Square, i got to pay for that. Right. Now, this was, uh, you can no longer do it. They've got some type of filter in there now. Finally. The same type of filter they would use in libraries and things like that, so you can't watch pornography there. Well, this Times Square, man. Yeah, it's getting terrible again. Uh, I do have quotes here, Jerry, from Hakeem, a 44-year-old homeless gentleman. He says, quote, I was watching porn on one of them things on, like, Saturday. Then on, like, Monday or Tuesday, all of a sudden I couldn't. Once word got around, it stopped. It sucks, man. It was great. That's Hakeem. <laughs> well, I guess if you're homeless, how much porn are you yeah. watching? None. But uh, Hakeem had learned that uh, he also more quotes that there were kids who were skipping school and coming over here to watch porn. Come on. And the cops had to break it up. So he understands that his porn watching is now no good because the kids ruined it, Jerry. So the kids screwed it up for everybody. Yeah, they really did. They ruined it. First of all, could you imagine touching this tablet? No. <laughs> Ew. No. <laughs> No. Oh, disgusting, right? That's awful. Yeah. I know, my man. Hey, by the speaking of Times yeah. Square, did you see that they had literally a thousand people doing yoga in Times Square yesterday? Is that right? Could you have done that? No. You bring your own mat and, and go do the do yoga. yoga. And it lo- I mean, you look at the picture. Looks cool. I mean, it was nine women to every guy. Yeah. Yoga's a big, uh, w- you know, if you're looking to meet chicks, Jerry. Brian Jones. Yoga who does the morning show with Greg Giannotti for the CBS Sports Radio Network. Okay. Literally 30 feet from us in a different studio. Oh, that's the guy I see every day. Yes. He swears by yoga. Yeah, he says he doesn't lift weights anymore, and he's muscular. And he's, So I said I was actually talking to him about this morning because I saw this picture. I'm like, I don't get the yoga thing. 
And, you know, he's asking me. And I've never done it for more than 10 minutes because I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Me neither. And he basically smacked me upside the head and said, will you do me a favor? Give me an hour for three days. He goes, I promise you, three days you will notice the difference. And then you'll be addicted to it. I don't see that. It's so boring. I would like something new, though. I'm bored at the gym. By the way, right? I'm bored with a lot of the things I do as well. And I feel like there's really no... There's nothing to it anymore. Your body kind of gets used to what you're doing, which is what we always talked about with the running. Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. It's just, I've tried it before, and I honestly feel like I'm not doing anything, and it just... Would he do a class here for you and I, like after our shift is over? Like we go in one of like the conference rooms, and we do yoga. You're going to put me, the yoga pants on for him? Yeah. Me, no, you, and wouldn't. Brian Jones. No, you wouldn't. I could do it in my regular pants, Jerry. You cannot. Not my jeans. I could do it in my... You're not doing yoga in jeans. You got to at least put sweatpants on I'll or shorts sweatpants. or something. Uh, I'm not doing that. I will do it at home. I'm not going to do it here in a conference room. By See, the way, there was a thing going here a year ago where someone was doing. Yes, I do remember that. And it was really going well, and then someone effed it up for everybody. They were told someone someone was illegally no, holding was actually, yoga no, no, classes? No no. no, no, it was allowed. Someone had a problem with it, though, and screwed the whole thing up. Oh. No, it was totally allowed, and it was actually, I don't want to say advertised, but they had little flyers going around, and it was kind of a cool thing, and now it's over. It got shut down. The authorities? Was, someone was a jackass about oh, it. Oh, I see. There were no authorities. There was nothing wrong oh, with it. Oh, not authorities. Someone had an issue with it. And I think because of that, they had to stop it. I see. But, yeah. I, I know I'm not doing yoga with Brian Jones. I'll do yoga that he recommends. So he would he chill? He said burslum, burslum. Burslum when you're uh, I, forget, I forget how to what say it. What about that no, hot no, yoga? No, Vanessa. Oh, no, that's that hot yoga, Jerry. You don't want to do that. That no, smells. Is he hot yoga? Yeah. Vaskla? Vaskla. Yeah, that's hot yoga. Vaslan yoga. I forget what the name Venetian of it is. Yoga. Viskyan. Viskyan Vaskyan. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No, you? I'm just being quiet so Eddie could grab these. <laughs> I suck. Jerry, I don't know if you uh, have ever sold anything on like a Craigslist or an eBay. eBay, I have sold things. You have? Yes. You're an eBayer? Um, I mean, I've sold, I would say, 20 or 25 items maybe in the last 10 years. Not much. My girlfriend's really big into selling on eBay now. I think because uh, she's out of... Uh, you know, she's a teacher, so Is it she's, still working, though? It's still working. She's selling tons of stuff, but to me, I always try to weigh, like, what would I have to make on an item in order to make it worth it for me to go to the post office, get a box sure. for it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I Seems do. Seems like a giant pain in the neck. It's a big pain in the ass. You know what was the best thing I sold once? Easy and quick. You know, from doing Columbia for years, yeah. I have all these microphone cords and uh, old mics, and I've got small little mixing boards and adapters. So one day I'm looking at this mess, and I told my wife, I'm going to just try something. I threw them all in a big pile, took a picture of it, and I put it on eBay for $59. Pile I sold of stuff? It. it was a pile of radio cords <laughs> and adapters, one hour, sold, buy yeah. it now, $59. I was like, what? Like someone's excited to get that, like a Did radio they, they geek. they can't wait. It's like, yeah. For it's what like wires the, are in here? Right. This is like you hit the jackpot. Yeah. Pretty funny. Well, one of the things that sells items quicker, Jerry, is if you take pictures of the items. And a lot of times right. what we'll do is if people take uh, multiple pictures, you upload a bunch of pictures at one time. Sure. Well, a woman in uh, Manchester, England, Jerry, Jessica O'Brien is her name. She's 25 years old. She was selling a uh, like a, a couch sectional okay. uh, online. So she uh, uploaded a whole bunch of pictures. And I guess when she went to her phone and selected all the photos she wanted, she she also accidentally included a uh, a nude breast shot <laughs> that she had, I guess, taken for her boyfriend. 
<laughs> and that was included, as you can see here, Jerry. That's the boobs. They're blacked out up there. <laughs> in the couch sectional. What exactly so, are we selling here? Uh, yes, she clicked on the wrong photo, and she uh, uploaded a picture of her couch, which she was selling for $586. By the way, those look fantastic, by the, the way. The couch pillows? Uh, no. no. Oh, the real those pillows. pillows, Jerry, I see. Holy God. So, yeah, you do have to be careful if you're uh, selling and uploading photos on eBay. Yeah. We or don't... even if you're tweeting photos, Facebooking photos, if you're the type that would have those type of risque photos in your library. Be careful, Al. Be careful, When Jerry. you're trying to sell one of those T-shirts you have, don't put any yeah. penis shots in there. Got it. No penis shots. Uh, how long do you think a Twinkie lasts? Like, if I buy a Twinkie, how long yeah. do I have before yeah. I can enjoy it? Yep. No, no. I'm saying how long do you think it stays intact? Like you have a Twinkie, it's in the packaging or outside of packaging? Outside of the packaging, but put in a glass case. All right. A Twinkie, where it still looks like a Twinkie. Yes. It's, uh, is it Correct. green? Does it get moldy? Right. Oh, any of that, right. right. Any of, it doesn't get any of that? You're uh, saying not like... The, not according to this. All right. I'm going to say a Twinkie lasts for uh, 90 days. <laughs> I think this is in Blue Hill, Maine. All right, so take this for what it's worth. For, uh, 40 years. 40 years a man has put a Twinkie years, yes. aside in glass. This guy at the George Stevens Academy up in Maine. Oh, very reputable. Uh, so in 1976, the chemistry teacher, his name was Roger Bernatti, he took a unwrapped Twinkie. It was like a scientist. Yes, and as they call it in the story, in a spontaneous moment of science... He decided to place it on top of a chalkboard in his classroom so he and his students could see how long it would take to decompose. Well, after it wasn't decomposing, he put it in a glass case, and it's still there in its original shape in 2016. You probably can't eat it. I don't know if you can or you can't, but the fact that it still looks like a Twinkie is a little freaky, isn't it? It's a nice sponge cake, Jerry, the Twinkie. Well, it makes you wonder now, when you buy Twinkies, how old are they? Right, because they will seem fresh unless they're 40 years old. The, between Twinkies, no, I, I don't eat them anymore. I don't think I've had a Twinkie in 10 years. Remember Choco Bliss? Uh, yes, Choco Which Bliss. Which awesome back in the day. And Devil Dogs. Those Love are the three things dogs. growing up. If my mother used to buy them between me and my brother, the box would be gone in a day and a half. Now I'm running into a situation as a parent where if my wife buys Oreos, the entire package is gone within 36 hours. Are you eating those I or the children? I don't touch them. You don't? I do not. My right. kids so like, I will make one of my sons a Oreo cookie shake. Whenever I make a protein shake, he's got to have a shake. So it's vanilla ice cream, a little bit of chocolate syrup, you put the, uh, two Oreo cookies. He'll have one every day. Then at night, it's got to be cookies. Like last night, he's like, I'll take six. I'm like, you'll take four. He's like, I want six. I'm like, how about two? Okay, four is good. So if you go on that basis alone... He's eating six a day. My other son's eating six to eight a day. God knows what my wife is eating. Tally it up. There ain't many in a package. Too much. I love when children negotiate with pieces of food. I know, but I win every time. I used to love to watch my sister as twins when they were younger and they would be done eating when they thought they were done eating dinner. They'd say, I'm full. I'm done. And then, but then they'd want dessert. In like two minutes. Yeah. She said, well, there's no dessert if you don't eat. Uh-huh. Eat six more pieces of the chicken. Four more pieces. Like the kid will come back. Yeah. With, it's like a sales negos- yeah. negotiation, and they're like two. And then three six years becomes old. eight for me. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like the the fact that kids know to negotiate. They know. they know. Like a salesperson. Do you? The only time, and I mean this. My my son's almost twelve. My other one's six and a half or six. 
the only issue I have ever had, which is amazing to me, and they're good kids, I've always said that, was when Matthew was like four, learning, you know, brushing his teeth, he refused to brush his teeth one night. So I said, and my, my wife's like, you handle it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, let's go. Where are we going? Bathroom. Now. Brush teeth. No. Okay. I locked the door. I sat there. What are you doing? I'm like, brush your teeth. I don't want to. We sat there for two hours. In the bath, in a locked in the, bathroom? In a locked bathroom until he brushed his teeth. I win. You lose. It finally worked. And at, by the way, at that time, he might have been, even been five, because I remember looking at my phone being like, oh my God, I can't lose this. It'll set a terrible present. But yes. I had to go to bed. I had to get up for this. I remember just that. just laid down right in there. I, you know what? I could have. And who, I've never lost since. Who got the toilet seat to sit on during the two-hour standoff? No one did. I sat on the floor, my back to the door, so he couldn't get out if he tried. And he turned his back on me and faced the wall. And then he just finally was like, give me the toothbrush. Uh-huh. I won. And that was the thing with the cookies yesterday. My son's like, I want six. I'm like, you get four. I want six. All right, now you get two. I'll take four. Done. You negotiated. I negotiated nothing. I said all along it was four. It, he tried to negotiate. He lost. You, the Reco kids are not good at negotiating. They're good. I'm better. You're better. And Jerry, here's a very terrible. Uh, why do we get end on a trend? Because it just tell you how crazy it is. This trend is happening in Australia. Check this out. By the way, just for the record, don't you ever yell at me again when I end a, in a segment or an update with a bad story. Got it. Okay. Uh, pregnant teens in Australia are deliberately taking up smoking so that they have smaller babies to make their birth easier. Oh, my God. Is that unbelievable, Jerry? It, uh, they, they, they think that smaller babies will make childbirth birth less dangerous and less painful. This is crazy. It's a 10-year study. Sure to say about that. Yeah. That's Dopes just... here in Australia. I thought all these other countries were smarter than us. Like, Australia seems smart. Why? I don't know. Based on what? Like, Australia just seems smarter. How? I don't know. They're never, like, fighting wars with people. They're never, like, battling people. Uh, that is true. Canada never seems to be yeah. battling. Well, if you also think about it, I'm sure we'll get a million tweets now. Shut up, you two idiots. Did you know Australia was in a war? Does anybody call? And I don't know the answer to this. Yeah. When countries are in financial trouble or they're being threatened, does anybody call Canada for help? No. Everybody calls us. Yeah. No does one calls call Australia for nope. help? So that could be part of it. They're never involved, therefore they're left alone. I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that. And maybe they are involved, and we just don't know it. I would just, if I was pregnant in Australia, I'd just, I would uh, not smoke. I'd want to give birth to a healthy baby. Right. That would, I would be the best thing to do. try to not be around kangaroos, because those things jump everywhere. They will kick your ass. And if you get knocked knocked uh, you know, knocked down by one of them, that's not good, Jerry. That would not be good. That would be terrible. Are mm. we uh, attaching this morning segment to the end of this again? We are, Jerry. Is that a thing now? Well, that's going to be a thing until the, 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 the podcast people yell at me and tell me it has to be a separate thing. Okay. I'm not sure if they are. Uh, Which then our numbers would go up. Uh, maybe. Possibly. But I would maybe like, not. yeah, I would like our people to know where it is. At what point will you negotiate a better number for us? Like, uh, like Craig has discussed. A better number well, of... Well, a dollar a download's a little much, but... A dollar a download <laughs> would kidding. be awesome. <laughs> I'm just joking. That seems reasonable. By the way, I don't disagree but with But the companies you. would be bankrupt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, so this, this morning, which we're still kind of working through, it's a little yes. different than this, and we got to, you know, kind of like when we started this, we got to, it's going to take a little, maybe a week or so to kind of iron out what the hell we're doing when these two are sitting next to us and it's time to get to the top and blah, 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 blah. But uh, I'm still kind of 
curious, confused, uh, whatever the right word is, how much of it is really sports, right. how much of it is a story about man bags from the Beastie Boys. Yeah, I think we just got to, I think we should start just uh, making making it what we feel comfortable with and then having someone tell us not to do that. So, you, okay. All right. So more fun stuff. More fun Less stuff hardcore tomorrow. sports. Right. Like, is it more of a preview for what's coming up? Are we reviewing the day before? Is it really just our original content? Yeah, I think it's going to be our original content. Can Jerry. I scream about, you know, Noah Syndergaard tonight if he gives up seven yes, runs in the but third he's inning? not. He's no, the I know stopper. He you get my point. Got it. If they lose tonight. Yes. Not going to be good. You can scream, Jerry. Uh, all right. I will uh, see you tomorrow. Okay, dude. It's a robot voice again, Jerry. It's the Al Dukes and Jerry Recco. And maybe Eddie B and C warm up. <laughs> Alright, quarter to six. Alan Jerry with Is that you. Siri? Is that Siri? Like, is that what we're doing every day? It's Siri. It's Siri-like. Yeah, Siri-like. Anyway, Boomer and Carton come up at 6 o'clock. Uh, so we get you for 10 or 15 minutes or so. And I, Al, was very amused by a lot of stuff I saw in the paper this morning. And I'm talking about the Mets. Da, 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 da. Uh, number one, and this is a little off the beaten path. How about the big story about the Mets should make a statue for Tom Seaver? Yeah, that was awesome. I can't wait for Boomer to see that in the paper today. It's a two-page spread, and they even have like a statue replica. Yeah, that looks, looks great. Kind of like the statue Boomer had made. But, well, the one Craig made for Boomer. Oh yeah, he Craig made it for Boomer. Kind of yeah. funny. That's gonna um, be awesome. And then the other thing too is we brought up and give Evan Roberts a lot of credit because he's the one that's been on this. He was on it last week and then asked me to go in and talk to uh, Craig about it yesterday about. The Mets going out and getting Guriel. This is the Cuban third baseman. I guess he's got power. I don't know. I so he seen plays play. in Cuba, Jerry? He was on the Cuban national team, Oh, I believe. And so he's a free agent, and you can get him. If you just pay for him, you got to pay him. But he's over 30. Is that his real age? Who knows? Um, and then what is the big back page of one of the papers today? Go get Guriel. So, and then you've got the Jose Reyes stuff, which has come out, which I honestly don't understand. I don't know what the Mets would do with him. You, you know, are you taking a Struble Cabrera out? No. Are you moving Neil Walker for Reyes? No. Was he going to play third base? Don't make any sense to me. It never works when a guy comes back if they're not in their prime. Like LeBron going back to Cleveland makes sense because he was still obviously a top two player in the league. But Jose Reyes finished, Jerry. I have no interest, and I'm a big Met fan. Are you concerned at all with our bet with Craig? No, about the Yankees making it the first place? Yes. I No, I'm not a, concerned not at night, all. It was not a good night for us last night. The Red Sox had bases loaded, nobody out last night in the ninth. They don't score, and then they lose to the White Sox. Jose Abreu, a two-out, two-run double. You had uh, the Orioles losing to the Rangers, who, by the way, are the best team that no one even knows about. They are the second-best team in baseball right now. They've won seven straight. It was not a good night. And then I like that Hal Steinbrenner says the Yankees are not selling anybody because they expect by the end of July to be right there in it, Jerry. All right, well, here's the thing about the bet now, and everybody knows the bet. We've got you know uh, money with Craig. He thinks they'll make it to first place at some point this year. What if, what if the Yankees are the team that goes out and makes the big moves? Is the bet off? No, the bet is on. As long as the Yankees hit first place, and we even agreed tied for first place yes, at I some agree point, with that. no doubt. Then Craig gets his cash. But I'm still not really worried about it. Well, I'm it. not either. It's six games. It's not like it's two games, but still. Who are really the guys where people go, oh, this team could go out and make a big splash? With who, Jerry? You're a baseball guy. What do you mean you with love, who? Like, you love the MLB network. Who is going to be available? Well, I don't big know Big name I, guys. I don't know exactly. that yet. Well, you still have another month to go before teams make their decision oh, if they're another in month. it or they're not right. in it. 
Um, and for the Yankees, people want Chapman and Miller. So I don't know if they're going to be the team that goes out and does. Now you got something because we don't have a lot of time. You got this thing on LeBron and his kid, yes, which is really fascinating, it's sad and fascinating all, yeah, all at once. That his kid is eleven and is being recruited already by uh, Duke and Kentucky. How slimy is this? This would be like the Connecticut School of Broadcasting going after one of your kids now, Jerry. Or you know, Ian's kids when lineage. they were like five. Oh well, Ian's kid was roaming around here. Why? He is ready to take over. <laughs> I like that. Uh, getting, a, I would love to be 11 years old and have a college is coming after me already. But Jerry. isn't there something wrong with that? Come on, <laughs> 11 well, years old, you're already going to offer him scholarships when he's 18. You got to get in early, Jerry. If you wait, then these kids will grow up and they pick another school, and you're out. There's something wrong with. No, it. I think it's fine. No, it's not fine. If I had a kid, I would love for another sta- like sports station to be after him as a, a morning show producer somewhere down the road. Did you see my lineage? Did you see that great lineage? Yeah. <laughs> did you see um, the ten thousand people there yesterday? Yeah, I was thinking like, what would have to happen for a team that I like for me to go out amongst ten thousand people to greet? Like, if the Mets won another World Series, would I go greet them somewhere? No shot. No shot. Exactly. Well, would you go? To, let me ask you this: Would you go to the no parade? Shot. No. That just sounds like a lot of people. The, I agree. Did you go to the giant parades for any no. reason? See, I was out there, and they, for some reason, they put me on a float. To, <laughs> not a float, but one of the I was on one of the cars. Were you in your Cowboys jersey? Uh, I wasn't. Oh, uh, but I was reporting for the radio station, and I will say this: it was kind of cool. I had never been to one before, and I don't think if I wasn't working, I would ever go to one. But it was kind of neat, especially if you're in Cleveland, where they hadn't won in a hundred years. It was kind of cool. The problem was the traffic. There were photos coming in from everywhere. You couldn't even get to the airport. Then 10,000 people show up, and it was just mass hysteria. And how about J.R. Smith? He comes out with no shirt on. Yeah. Tony was very concerned for that this Why? morning. I was listening to Tony coming in. He thinks J.R. Smith's never wearing shirts. So what? But he's all tatted up. He kind of has like a skin no, shirt no, on. No, 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 it, no. It's not fully, a skin shirt. It doesn't look fully like he's shirtless. Well, anyway, they were in Las Vegas overnight. Yes. And they enjoyed themselves after they won the championship. So the Cavaliers have had a good time. I guess the parade will be uh, tomorrow or something. But and then LeBron goes home, and there's 500 people waiting for him at his house. And then which I heard. And then I heard Harris Allen saying that uh, LeBron is not going to participate in the Olympics. Probably right. The Olympics is becoming like the Pro Bowl in the NFL. Just, <laughs> everyone's just passing on it like it's nothing. Well, let me ask you. If you just won the NBA championship and played an extra 30 games, do you really want to go play games in the Olympics this I summer? I would not. Think about this. The NBA season will begin, what, right around Halloween or so, right? So that means training camp is going to start end of September. It's almost July. And at what point do these guys get a break? Yeah, plus you got to go to foreign countries, which I'm not a big fan of. Al bitches about playing four softball games a year. <laughs> That's in true. New Rochelle. That is a very good point. Yeah, I would never by like go way, to Rio. By the way, you're a phony. Because I'm going to a foreign country? Yes. I am. But Italy's kind of like you're America. Also, you're also a phony. I like to sit in my house and not do I anything. Do. Where are you every weekend? Down the shore. But right. that's where are you going this summer? Italy. Where else are you going this summer? Utah. Oh, I did it all for the nookie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Eddie. Well, that would time out. Sometimes you have story. to change things. <laughs> all right, that's Limp you have biscuit. to change it up. By the way, you're a rock star of sorts. I am. Are you saddened by the Ranger trade? Oh, uh, Keith Yandel, Jerry. Lord, I was born a Yandelin man, trying to win the cup and doing the best I can. Play the better one. Play Elton John. Because that's the better of the two. It seems to me you played this game. Yandel got a win. 
Yeah, I'm sure Boomer will shoehorn that in a lot today. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Listen to Yandel and Rain scoring goals and winning games. Now I, you're cute. You say Boomer will. Uh, you're the one that's yeah, going to get that in. I told Daddy. Oh yeah, load those up. Yeah. Please have my songs ready Get to go. Get them ready. Eddie. God forbid we don't play a Yandel clip. I did see on Twitter, it seems like Ranger fans are excited that he's out the door. Well, it did he stink? Out. It did not work out. Let's just it say did that. not. No, it did not work out. And hmm. they hadn't won the Stanley Cup, and I think they thought he was the missing piece. He wasn't. They didn't. You move on, and that's what the Rangers are doing. So, anyway, we're going to move on. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get you set up for Boomer and Cart next on The Fan. Now back to the B and C warm-up, which is kind of like foreplay. Okay, uh, coming up on the so Boomer slow? and Carton show, <laughs> we get you reset here before Boomer and Carton take over. Uh, quickly, Mets tonight open up a two-game series against the Royals. Uh, Syndergaard uh, does throw tonight against Ian Kennedy, who has not been good. You got the Yankees and Rockies. This is the this is it for the Yankees, not for the whole season, but they didn't fare all that well last week in Colorado. They get two with Colorado at home. They get the Twins, who are not good over the weekend. We'll see if they can do any damage. Uh, also of note, the Rangers did indeed trade the negotiating right of Keith Yandel of the Panthers for a six-round draft pick. If he signs with Florida, they'll get a fourth-rounder. And, oh, by the way, Jurgen Klinsmann uh, and the U.S. team take on Argentina tonight in Houston semifinals of the Copa America, which brings me to why the hell do we not care about soccer in this country the way everybody else around the world does? Because we have football, Jerry. Yeah, but I understand that. But soccer is huge. Everywhere else except for here. And even a game like this, did you even know there was a game tonight? No, soccer's, soccer's like hockey, Jerry. There's no scoring. No one cares. Uh, I care about hockey, so that's not fair, and so does the guy to my left. Oh, you're going to piss off at boomer. 5.57 before we even get started. Jerry, did you see, you know Mike D from the Beastie Boys? I've heard of him. He has a, a line of handbags for men. Bro bags? Yeah, bro bags. Because he feels like he would like to have a pocketbook, a purse, but that's not manly. So bro he's, bags. He's created bro bags. Essentially, like uh, Joe B. Bro bags. Bro bags. <laughs> we all here kind of carry man purses. Like no, Eddie walks in with a thing. I have a messenger bag, which is very similar to that's a... That's a man bag. That's a man bag. Boomer's got a bag. Everyone comes... Eddie walks in with a knapsack, a cooler. It's a cooler for lunch. Yeah, but he's got other items like in like a man bag. You know what? You're a tool bag. I do not have a man bag. I have no bag whatsoever. I've never shown up with a bag, so don't say, hey, Boomer's got a bag. I thought you had a man bag. No, you tool bag. I do not have a man bag. By the way, it'll probably be wildly successful. Speaking of bags, uh, 8 o'clock this morning, we have uh, uh, the bag twins will be oh. joining us, Douche and Duffel. Oh, they're good. They're coming in at 8 o'clock to discuss uh, USA versus Argentina soccer. Very nice. Copa America tonight, semifinals. All right, Boomer and Carton next. See ya.